0: crazy mother okay so welcome back to part two of the cost of goods told podcast uh we are joined today by a very special guest um a legend out in Katy. now you know (laughs) it's a young legend. (laughs) Young, young, young uh, legend young legend uh Randy Duncan of Daddy Duncan's Barbecue. How are you doing today, man? Doing good. Thanks for having me Welcome here. Welcome to the show. Welcome. Really appreciate it. Man, thank you so much for joining us. Um, I know people may have heard, you know, from the beginnings with the wrestling and, you know, all of that, but <laughs> you mind giving us the tldr you know version of you know where you started you know you can go back to you know grandma grandpa as, as far back as you'd like so but if you don't mind uh, just giving us a recap
1: no I, I guess uh well i've been in working in kitchens for 25 years uh it did start as when i was a kid i mean even at eight years old we were doing like selling hot dogs and cool cups out of the apartment you know and just <laughs> getting people to come in yeah uh so we always kind of You know, I did a lot of cooking. I watched my mom cook. She uh, married into a big Italian family, so there was a lot of eating going on. You know, food. And um, so she would teach me how to do different pasta and stuff like that. And she would do like Southern cooking. Her mom was from England. My grandpa met her during World War II, so a lot of her style cooking, the uh, shepherd's pie and all that. So uh, I would stay with my grandparents on during the summers a lot of times, and they really cooked a lot. So. Um, and that was here in Houston, right? Here in Houston, yeah. Growing what, up, what part of town? Uh, on the well, at the time in the '80s, my grandparents lived off of airline, and um, they not too far from it was a barbecue joint over there called Sam's Barbecue, mm-hmm. uh, which is an interesting story because one of my buddies that's with part of my crew now, his family ended up taking that over. Really? Oh, how cool. And but it's the one that caught on fire on airline. It was uh, the Hungry Farmer. Oh, okay. And uh, so, yeah, that so it was kind of interesting, but I actually got to go behind the scenes there. I'm like, bro, when we were little, we used to come here all the time and eat barbecue. <laughs> and he was like, come check out the pits. And there was these big, like, rotisserie pits built into the wall. Wow. But after that fire, everything was, was gone, gone, you know. So, but um, my grandparents, uh, my grandpa actually had a um, a burger joint in the 70s on the north side, uh, like Irvington uh, area, like uh, yeah. I guess that's one of the areas, but I was very popular and he wanted to get into barbecue, but the regulations were so strict that he, they wanted a different, it was just a whole build out that was going to have to be done totally different. So they kind of just, you know, let it go. And, um, he would build bit, uh pits all the time as a fabricator, you know? And so I just remember as a kid growing up, they were doing like three, 400 pound whole hogs. Wow. Um, they were always cooking for their church. My grandma was right there alongside of them doing all the sides helping them with the prep work and they my grandpa would tell me like briskets were like 50 cents a pound back then oh, boy. <laughs> and you know not a lot of people would uh smoke briskets because oh well what i mean to say is they wouldn't go out to eat brisket at a at, uh, right. restaurant they would do it at home, they it at home. It at home right. you know so there's an old school picture my grandma gave me where his smoking his first brisket and it's like it looks straight up like Goodfellas style. You know, <laughs> they're out there, you know. And, uh, and my grandma said once he got that down, it was just he just kept going. And it's so, just, so how old were you when they started to do the the barbecue? You Probably know. before I was alive, they were oh, doing okay. that. okay. so like, then when you started to Yeah, hang out, when build. I was, you know, 10 and 8, you know. What they let you
0: touch, you know. It was like, Grandpa kind of like, you get to wash dishes. You got to start, you know, from bottom, Yeah, you know? we
1: we're, were kind of involved, more or less, like he would, we would do big camping trips okay. uh, with their church. And they all had, like, uh, trailers and motorhomes and all that. And they would all be, you know, barbecuing. But my grandpa would be that main guy in there. You know, smoking it up for everybody. Sweat, sweat yeah. rag. Yeah. Wiping his forehead. Just get, yeah. And there, so it was just always growing up around that. I just remember that he always smelled like smoke, you know. <laughs> and um, and I loved the brisket. It was some of the best I ever had. So he, I mean, it was always. And even think, on Thanksgiving, family would come through. He would cook the, you know, big turkeys and everything. And
2: isn't that funny how when you think back to your kids, you know, when you get into the food business, right? I'm in the food business. When you think yeah. about where you hung out as a kid? Like, I hung out in the kitchen with my mom because she did all the work. So I was like, I need to get in there and help do something. <laughs> yeah. right? But then as a, as a kid, you're at your grandparents' house. They're smoking briskets. And then when you get older, you're like, there's an emotional connection there. Don't you think? There is. There's a, b- a lot of fond memories. And, it's hard work. But you think yeah. about your grandparents and how they influence you yes. directly and indirectly. And now yeah. look at you. Award-winning barbecue.
1: <laughs> yeah, I appreciate that. Now that we're actually doing it, me and my wife Sylvia, full-time, uh, we just had our two-year, you know, birthday anniversary of oh, our company. So yeah, yeah. yeah, very nice. And just knowing how much work—I mean, we're, it's it's eighteen-hour days and it's nonstop. Uh, from the time I get up, you know, and then <laughs> I have to get up in the mornings to wrap the briskets. It's it's just on, always ongoing, and the popularity that we have in Katy, it just keeps us so busy. But not just Katy. I mean, we're all over Houston, Conroe, the Woodlands. Really? I mean, downtown, we've. Um, The Heights Theater has hired us as their go-to catering company. Uh, Macy's distribution center has hired us. They're eight hundred employees. You've got some really big catering yeah. there too, right? Yeah. At Macy's. Oh yeah. They, I mean Thanksgiving, Christmas, and they've hit us on all. We, you know, congratulations. Their people. That's huge. And, uh, we just did slumberjay in the Galleria right down the street here. Five hundred employees the other day.
0: Once you got Sam's as well, not too long ago. Sam's Club, where yeah, you know I used to get cow. a lot of my product. They're like, you know, <laughs> they were loving me the other day when I went in. I, I was bet like, they Man, were. That brisket was good. And I was like,
1: appreciate that. <laughs> but uh, yeah, just growing up around my grandparents um you know we used to watch a lot of cooking shows and he would always be doing something he would do like chili cook-offs and cool stuff and my grandma always took a lot of photos so she kept you know uh (laughs) record of that she gave me an album one time it was just all of his pits all the stuff he cooked and their church was like really big two three hundred people you know that they would cook for on a regular so like I was saying, now that me and Sylvia are doing it, I really know the hard work that they put into it. So,
2: so at what point? Because and look, you have a, a very, you have a really good track record too. Like, so you went to culinary school, right? Right. Uh, you went to college as well.
1: Yeah, the University of Houston. Right.
2: And then, and then, at what point? I mean, don't get me wrong; you're involved in that, and you're like, this is the direction I'm going to go. But at what point yeah. did all of that hard work pay off? The first year, the second year, the third year? I mean, how long? So, you know, did you have to grind? Because, and I'm well, asking these I would say because-
1: after the first year, because that first year we were grinding hard. I was, uh, you know, doing briskets, just delivery for people I knew, friends and family. Yeah. Uh, out of your trailer. Out of the trailer yeah, right? out of the trailer. And, uh, you know, when my grandfather passed, he left me a barbecue pit that he built out. It's a big square, like four foot by four foot. <laughs> uh, the colon would kind of go slide down in the middle. Mm-hmm. And I didn't use it for like the first... Probably three or four months it just sat you know and i was like because i was kind of you know i was beat up by that you know and uh my buddy's like hey man i'm you know we're having a baby shower dude like bring the pit and i'm like oh man you know i ain't bringing the pit (laughs) and he's like come on man let's do it and i was like all right so once i did that we took it over there we threw in some ribs sausage a brisket and it just everybody loved it yeah and it it just broke the ice (laughs) and my wife's like you you know you should be doing barbecue because I told her, I said, look, when I finish U of H, either I'm going to be an executive chef because um, that's the reason I went back to school after right. so many years. And shit, I mean, doing, uh, sorry to cuss, but that's okay. no, trying to no, no, do algebra after 20 years out of high school, man, that's pretty hard. You know? so <laughs> right. It was a lot of work just for me to get the, that degree over there.
0: Now was it was it the flooding at the Omni Hotel that you were at right. that kind of pushed you to exactly. to your own thing? You know when it when it flooded because of Harvey?
1: Yeah, I had already been doing some catering and stuff on the side. I was still at University of Houston. I had a few more months to go. Mm-hmm. They were working with my, with my schedule at the Omni, um, and yeah, when Harvey hit, it, it was like you guys need to put on hazmat suits and get in here and clean the hotel. And that <laughs> lasted like a week for me because I was like, man, come on, you know? And it, it was just such a depressing time over there. Yeah. Now, during Harvey, we were doing ribs and sausage, like, for the first responders. Mm-hmm. Um, my One of my buddies, his dad is uh, the captain of Harris County. So he was telling me all these stories. So we just started, like, bringing him ribs and, you know, the fire department and Katie as well. And, um, and my wife was like, you know what, you should just focus – more on the catering company, start getting it going. And so we did. And my next door neighbor is actually a guy that runs a wrestling federation. Oh. And he kept saying, Oh, we're, you know, we're going to make it big. And I kept seeing all these big wrestlers coming over and they're getting the <laughs> ring going. And and I'm like, I'm gonna come check out one of your shows, man. So I took my family. I wasn't really big into wrestling growing up. I mean, you're of being course, a good neighbor, right? Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna go check this out from the '80s. Of course, you're gonna be old school. Oh, yeah. You I like the old the school wrestling. <laughs> so I mean, there was a little something there. I was like, let's go check it out, man. We had front row, and it was like the most. It was the most fun time we ever had. That's cool. <laughs> they were on the tables. They are yelling at us. They're like rah. <laughs> and my kids are my, my my boys was only like two at the time. He's like woo, yeah. you know. And I was like, this is cool. And I said. I told my buddy, Colony, I said, you need barbecue over here, man. You know, they need stuff to eat. Mm-hmm. People just don't want hot dogs and right. sodas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, yeah, yeah, let's do it. So eventually we set up some tables, popped up a tent. I had some cookers doing brisket sandwiches. That's and awesome. they were just selling like hotcakes, you know.
0: And at this point, you're just pulling your
1: trailer or you're pulling. Didn't even have you know, the trailer. Yeah, yeah so, so, so how it are you pulling. Boxing it over there. Yeah, and getting it over there and just, you know serving out those warmers some big old warmers like you would cook a turkey and my grandma gave me you know (laughs) and i'm just serving out sandwiches and we then you know potato salad different things and the popularity really grew with that and plus the catering already and uh so eventually you know the money started kind of coming in towards that side and i we bought the you know the barbecue trailer Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and once we did that it was just whole next level because we could move around. Right. We could, you know. And we kept it very, very basic. I mean, we painted it black. Uh, Sylvia made the signs. We screwed them in on the top. <laughs> My buddy made a menu, and we were out there. The we trailer's
2: awesome, but but
1: I think what's more <laughs> for me. it's Yeah. But people who don't know,
2: who've never seen you roll, I literally roll up. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, you're pulling a, a, a smoker behind a Suburban. Yeah With your lo- logos On the back window Of the suburban yep. Yeah <laughs> It's straight up ghetto But it, yeah. works. <laughs> it's it works It's yeah. awesome man I mean People will not forget you <laughs> Well, that, that and the barbecue I mean don't get me yeah. wrong The barbecue's phenomenal But but when you see Daddy Nugget it's, roll up You're like It's a little
1: different True you to know? your
2: No 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 True to your roots Don't say it's yeah. different Because it's cool well, it's, yeah. it's, it's cool <laughs>
1: To me, that's it's yeah, it would be normal for me. For other people, it would be like, oh, come on, but rolling uh, on doves with the thing about it. Yeah, the thing about the suburban though is because I was gonna get a big old truck, but you need something to cover your your product when it's gonna rain or if it's snowing or whatever. And the suburban, you can fit everything in the back, so tables and all that. I see you
2: rolling up those 24s. I'm like, you
0: get a suburban with 24s, we try to keep it clean. Yeah. so you talked about the catering and so forth were you also kind of doing the collaborations which is kind of been a big thing you know getting your name in and around Mm -hmm. houston were you doing that at the same time as well or was Um, that something new that came after the trailer and you started
1: the it kind of like it seems like it flowed very well so we were doing catering um kind of putting stuff and we built a facebook page and uh The Katie Foodies page as well. They have a big following. So we kind of put, hey, we're offering catering and we're Daddy Duncan's. I've given them them my backstory. I've been a chef for this long. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, Harvey just hit, but we're branching out. You know, if you guys need anything, let us know. Nice pictures. Yeah. Started getting some business rolling. Um, um, We were invited to do the Katie Taste Fest, which was 30 of the best restaurants in Katie. We actually pulled second place on that. Uh, to Peli Peli, so it was a big deal, (laughs) and our name just really kind of shot up in the community from there as well, Um, so we kept going, and my neighbor that was running the wrestling thing, he would have the pizza guy come out every now and then to, you know, supply pizzas for the shows, when I couldn't be there, and um, I said, man, you need to go talk to Thomas at the pizza shop, he's a cool guy from New York, pizzas are, like, really legit, Maybe you think about putting some brisket on there. I was like, dude, that's a great idea. Mm. Smoked up a brisket, chopped it up, back you know, brought it over to him. I said, you know, got to know him and everything. And before you know it, he was like, all right, let's do a collaboration. Now they didn't put it straight on his menu, but he put a sign up said, Daddy Duncan's. He knew that we were already like becoming popular. Yeah, yeah. He had heard about us. Right. He sold over a hundred something pizzas that first month of just Daddy Duncan's pizzas. <laughs> so yeah. I kept supplying him, and then. Uh, he said, "Hey, I talked to the the girl next door at Glaze. She's very interested in doing a brisket calanchi." I was like, "Okay, so now it's starting to roll." Right. <laughs> when we started doing that brisket calanchi, they had a line out the door for like three or four days straight, awesome. and they were like, "We
2: need more brisket. We need more." No, brisket. That's on <laughs> Avenue D and Old Katy. Right? right. They're yeah, just
1: yeah. right next door to each other. Yeah. So right. I go and I, you know, they're very, very nice people. Family-owned businesses. And I supply them all the time for those briskets, and they became very popular.
0: So I get I get helping out the family-owned businesses and so forth. But there's got to be a part of you that's going to vet a spot a little bit as well. I mean, you've expanded quite a bit from yeah. just pizza. Now you know with the Asian influence in Katie and right. you know Katie Asia Town and things like that. Um, what what kind of goes through your head when someone reaches out and calls you and is like, hey, I'm thinking
1: about doing this. You know, what's the first yeah. thing you do? <laughs> so uh, I I I. Kind of feel like as a chef and a foodie, my family, we got to eat a lot. So I kind of know the restaurants that are opening up, the ones that have been around, the ones that kind of have those same standards and qualities that we do out in the community. Yeah. Like Proud Pie, you know, he's it's all family-oriented. They're just good people. They're very well-known. So when he reaches out and says, hey, I'd like to do a sandwich, hey, you got it, man. No, right. he, he hired me to do a catering event uh, for a big charity event. They do the Ballard House a lot, which we do too. And I'm like, so it has to be places that have our same kind of uh, morals, mm-hmm. you know. And Core uh, values, core yeah, goals. Yeah. When you walk in, the owner's like, hey, how's it going? He's there on the front lines. He's working with everybody, and he's going to kind of know you, know your name. That's how we are on the food truck. Um, even when people respond on Facebook, I respond to every single – I mean, you do. write us. I you're talk good. to everybody. Yeah, <laughs> I want them to feel like they're family, like, hey, thank you so much for coming – and buying our food and like coming to visit us and sharing and telling other people. Right. So, I mean, we have people coming out from Umble, the women's just to get those pizzas. I mean, you know, it's, so as a testament to your success,
2: how many collaborations do you have going right now? And Katie,
1: Right now we have seven collaborations going. And that's and,
2: it. No, nothing in Houston, just in Katy, right?
1: Yeah, I wanted to keep it in Katy. Yeah, I've that's had good. To, I had a couple of people reach out to me in Houston, but we were so busy, and for me to try to transport that all the time to those restaurants. Sure. right. Which there were some great opportunities, but I kind of felt like, you know, what, well, let's keep it at home. Let's yep. our, our our fan base is actually in Katy. Right. Uh, my wife and I have lived out there for 14 years, uh, so, you know, we... we call it home so sure. yeah we wanted to have that kind of community feel and people really do patronize the establishments once our brisket's there it's a great thing i mean they'll they'll literally sell out you know yeah i think uh, um
0: i think with the barbecue especially like let's just we'll use brisket as an example okay. um it's it can travel pretty well and it's pretty darn versatile with what Very. people can use you know use it in um I think other establishments let we'll just use an Italian restaurant as an example. Okay. There's not too much that they can do unless they're going to like make their own pasta for somebody well, else that they can, yeah. you know, pass on. But barbecue lends itself to be used in multiple avenues yeah. and easily, not easily, but you know, a little bit easier to
1: to collaborate or to, you know, put into right. somebody else's it transcends, establishment. It, transcends, it, yeah, it really does. Right. And I got to say I can't really say where it was, but I had sat down at one of the nicest Italian restaurants in Katy, and they brought out this uh, tortellinis or something rolled up with our brisket in it. It was the <laughs> <Really>? most amazing <laughs> dish I ever had with this <laughs> mushroom cream gravy. And they were like, "We're gonna run this," and then it just kind of didn't didn't happen. But it's on it's on the back burner as a surprise. I was or like, you knew? "You knew that." Well, was... I kind of knew because okay, I okay. knew the owners, and I was like, "Cause we try to let people test it out, and they, their chefs get in the kitchen see what sure. they come up with." And I was telling all of us, me and my wife and my kids, we're like, this is so good. Like, I want to make this at home now. And it just, you wouldn't even think. So we wanted to do, like, um, you know, Tex-Mex, Mexican restaurants, Italian. Uh, We were doing, like, Japanese, Chinese, you know, Vietnamese places. And uh, we even a Greek place where he has a popular uh, Euro with a, um, you know, pickled slaw on the top. And they make their own sauce. So they can – Use my product, and I'll go check on it. I'm gonna go eat over there. I'm gonna see how everybody else is liking it. People will message me, "Hey, we loved it," or "Hey, they could have probably had a little more brisket on this," or, you know, so forth. So I I'll listen to the feedback and I get with them, and I. I but,
0: we but work this, together. But is this know? a newer trend that's happening? Because I mean, I know Killian did. Did the Papa John's, you know, pizza yeah. collaboration? The people message me all the time about I, that. They tag
1: me in that air all the time. I'm like, yeah, we're <laughs> friends on Instagram. We, you know, yeah, you I, know, yeah, right. I'm in the loop. That was it. a good gig for him because yeah, you're thinking all the Domino's in Houston. So I mean, in 70 plus locations. Yeah. And I've had some other pit, pit masters reach out to me from Austin, uh, a little further out, and say, hey, I'm going to try to collaborate with some of the places in my area. How did mm. you do it, right? And I'll give them some game on. I'm like, dude, get smoke your best brisket you know prime brisket talk to them and tell them that you're following with their one hand washes the other basically yeah, yeah, yeah. right you're right. promoting me I'm promoting you let's work as a, as a team that's yeah right.
2: That's, right. Well, but, that's smart I mean that's really smart and, and I guess you know, as, as I've read your story and I've heard it a couple of times yeah. and now we get the pleasure of sitting with you and talking about
1: yeah, it. yeah I appreciate uh, it <laughs> it's,
2: it's what's really cool is is just still the humbleness and, yeah. and the well grounded position that you're in I get the sense and i haven't spent a lot of time with your wife sylvia but i get the sense she keeps you well grounded she does but i've seen her hustling at the window you know when i was out there seeing you guys at the trailer she's a hard worker man she
1: she will trim the briskets she will clean the pits she will (laughs) fire them up she will go shopping shopping alone is huge now we're using ruffino meats now and we get some good deliveries in but sometimes our schedules are kind of like oh we need it monday we can't wait till tuesday but we got to go get the got to go hit it up you know and she's there full-time with me and plus raising the kids and just having a family (laughs) but we love it because she was a nurse for 15 years and i'm in school she's kind of holding it down while i'm doing that i'm working part-time with like the house of blues the -hmm. four seasons hotel i'm just gaining experience as i'm going and uh that's a tough job being a nurse for so long yeah and i felt i owed it to her like when i finished when i graduated u of h i was like you know give her kind of a break in a way yeah. she probably will say it's a break now cause much <laughs> but hey. you know what i mean kind of show some love <gasps> back and like hey i i appreciate what you did yeah now we have more time with the kids and you know it's a, it's our schedule now yeah. we yeah, want to yeah. be out we can You're unless it's something it. booked and you know Right. And I've
2: seen your kids work. I saw you post pictures of your yeah. your, your daughter. I think
1: yeah, it down she comes on the out there too, man. There, she's super smart and she's like really good at math. I'm like, you want to run the window if it's a safe little place yeah, and it's yeah, going to yeah, be yeah. like in the old town, Katie, where the ladies are having a <laughs> you know a bread baking cell or something. Yeah, yeah, or yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. It's a friendly group. Come on, she can go with me. Yeah, but so. what's cool about that is you teach her just
2: like you did. Your grandparents taught you early right. on. You teach yeah. her, you know, the, the opportunity to work. Yeah, teach her what it means to go out and put some sweat equity in the program. She sees mom and dad work hard every day. Those yeah. are lessons you know you can't teach out of a book. We so want congratulations. Our, you know, on I appreciate
1: that. that. Yeah. We we really want our kids to be a part of it, and we want them to venture off and do what they are going to do in life. But if they want to be a part of the the business. Well, then we're going to help, you sure. know, push them in that direction. Right. I told my daughter, I was like, you can go to U of H or you can go to A&M, whatever you want to do. But the Conrad Hilton is one of the best in the world for hotel and restaurant management. They're going to teach you food costs, marketing, beverages, how to cook in the kitchen over there. It's And then you got to still do your math and yep. science and all that good stuff. So, right um you just have one daughter you just have one child yeah one daughter she's 11 okay. and my son is three that's three but they're both about to turn 12 and four but so. you, do you do have two two okay. wow. yeah two kids and they they keep us busy and uh my son clarky he can remember anybody's name trust me i was just like my grandpa my grandpa's i named him after my grandpa Clark. Oh, okay. <laughs> and my grandpa used to do that oh back in you know uh you know Tim Wilson back in this and that, he would remember people's names and his (laughs) stories. And it was like, man, how do you do that? My son does that. I I'll say, who is this? I'll point at one of my friends, yeah. and he'll be like, "Oh, that's that's so and so. He's three. You know, he can barely like. Well, he talks a lot, but you know what I mean. Yeah, the grandpa just is to remember. Right yeah, yeah. it
0: trips me out. And it's not like he's seeing the people day after day. You know, it's not like no. They you know. yeah, they come
1: over every now and then. And he'll and my son will be like, "It's Clarky's barbecue. You know, and I'm like, come on now, it's Daddy Doug's barbecue. He's like, I know, I know. And they they like the brisket. They love the food. And even that that's a big encouragement when your own family is like, you know. Your brisket's the best. And you're like I'm like, oh, come on now. Because we go around a lot of places. We're trying everybody out. You know, we hit Rogals and Willows and Revele Because and, we just want to see what everybody's doing, yeah. mm-hmm. you know. And um, I think we're pretty close.
0: Well, I think it's that, that craft barbecue, you
1: know, it's, where everybody's yeah. putting their own twist onto it. And I think
0: Houston is starting to to appreciate the different twists, you know. Right. And, you know whether it's you know the blood brothers doing you know kind of like an Asian influence with you know certain things doing the bunmies and and the so fusions, forth. Yeah. yeah, it, it it's kind of it's kind of picking up. I know. Um, I guess my go-to spot before it became Brett's was not mockers out in Katie. Right. Um, I I don't know the story behind what happened towards yeah, the end or anything um, like that. But yeah, when people were kind of talking about Katie, we were a desert for you know the the cool spots the yeah. new things i mean it was you know you had your outback you had your olive garden and then you know more and more chain restaurants started to pop up um what do you think um has kind of changed up in katie you know being so, there 14
1: years i mean even when i started doing my barbecue catering out there people really like oh my god finally there's somebody that's like he's smoking his own briskets hmm it because you know we have uh, Spring Creek and Rudy's and uh, the commercial places yeah. right uh, I think there's like old school Midway over there too yep, um, yeah. so like Nonmarker's used to be the old barbecue place from the since the 70's right and Brett used to go there as a kid Uh and then he finally when Nonmarker passed away he took it over mm. Uh so he's actually working on that old pit that marker did I haven't been in there to visit him yet but I do know Brett Uh we did the Family Hope Gala together out there and uh He's a good guy, so he's going to be successful because people do want that craft barbecue where the pit master is actually there, the guy that's actually cooking the food.
2: Yeah, the guy that smells like smoke. Yeah, they want to
1: see that. (laughs) They want a little something different uh, that's not like a processed brisket in a sauce in a bucket that you can get shipped on a truck. Right um yeah
2: he's on our list too we we tried to see him saturday that's obviously one of his busiest oh, days oh yeah i bet <laughs> so we had to reschedule but but it's yeah. definitely on our list together
1: i'm sure if you catch him on like a monday or tuesday or something yeah, yeah, it'll yeah. be pretty good and brett's a good guy and uh I, he's got that beef rib he's killing it out there so it's good that the, people try to compare us a lot and i didn't really like it too much in the beginning i'm like okay brett's is about to open because we were already doing our thing we already established people knew us but w- they can't visit us like they would because we're on a food truck either we're doing private catering or we're moving around the city right he found an established spot so the the comparison started going well who's better Dave, duncan's or brett's and this oh I like him and then I'm I'm sure me and brett are both like you know what we we all can eat you know (laughs) so you might like his whatever but this is whatever and so I think the uh, the wait for sometimes for people, like when we are on the food truck, it kind of it excites them a little bit. Mm-hmm. Like, where are y'all going to be at? Because I get calls every day. Where are y'all going to be? So now we post our updates every Monday on Facebook where we're going to be for, for the week. It changes so much that I can't put it a month out of, you know. Yeah. Right. Um, so what's your Facebook page? Daddy Duncan? Daddy Duncan's Barbecue. On Facebook, on Facebook Instagram. and on Instagram Same and thing. on Twitter. And Twitter too. <laughs> so, we're all over.
2: So Facebook... Instagram and Twitter, Daddy Duncan's Barbecue. Yeah,
1: and we do our own social media. I take all the pictures. Me and Silvio put up the post, and we even put it, like, about each other. Oh, look, Mrs. Duncan looks great tonight. We're out on the town, whatever, you know? Yeah. We want people to, like, know us <laughs> because we bought two acres in Katy for our fixed location. It'll be ready this summer. Cool. So we want people to come with their families and hang out. Have a good time. We're going to have a beer garden, a little fishing hole, maybe a stage for some music, you know. Um. Any, any new pits coming? I just – well, yeah, got a big Moberg coming. I bet you do. Yeah, oh, got a 500-gallon uh, trailer. Yeah, that's uh, Moberg's the best, man. I think he's the best in the world. If you've ever seen Moberg up close, it looks like somebody's stitched in those that wells, right? oh, man. Geez. They're beautiful. I mean, you don't see – it's the most <laughs> – I was looking for a flaw when I saw in Austin. I go, there's got to be something cuz I was okay. getting one built and it was just flawless, man. Aww. Every dude had one piece of wood in there and it was burning 225 <laughs> on the whole bit. I'm like, you got to be kidding me. No, they're tight, no leaks. They're, man, they're Super the best. Super thick walls. Yeah, there's a I saw a video once where a guy lit a piece of paper and he had a thousand gallon. You could see the smoke coming up out of the out of the pipe. On a little bitty yeah. piece of paper at the at the smoke That's box cool. really cool. so yeah, we got that coming. We just recently bought a, a really big food truck. Really, uh, it's built out. It's got a lot of room. We can slice the briskets on there. Food uh, truck, not a food trailer. Big food truck okay. that we can drive around. It's a. Um, it's got two windows. Got security cameras. All stainless steel. but refrigerators. It's all. It's ready to roll. So will you retire have, the trailer? We're gonna sell the trailer. So, I haven't, thank you. I, we haven't mentioned <laughs> it, but hey, while we're here, why not? It's well,
2: that's a sign of growth, right? Yeah, we so needed the room. I, I saw that you bought us a, a vertical smoker from the Tejas. Yeah, that, yeah, that we did. That was the first sign to me that you were blowing up.
1: Yeah, we did. I'm so thankful that we got that because we can fit 10 briskets on there and then 10 on the pit. My grandpa built me so we could push 20 briskets a night. Yeah especially to keep up with the demand for the collaborations at the restaurants, our catering events, and then the food truck pop-ups. So That's really cool. it it helped us. And it took a little while to get used to that. Uh, Pits by JJ, it's really great. It's a high heat. You can smoke a brisket in about six, seven hours, mm-hmm you got to be very careful. you got to have it clean. you got to have your <laughs> water pans because it will shoot up 500 degrees on you like nothing. It's really thick. But once right? you – it's like a safe, it's man, like from 1930s, that. you know. <laughs> um, but once you get it down – and Scott Moore Jr. Taught, showed me how – to told me and Sylvia, and well, make sure you close it down and you watch it and you keep your eye. It takes a while for it to heat up. And um, <clears throat> that thing weighs probably 2,000 pounds, man, or something. <laughs> it's crazy. So we'll still use that. We'll do our sausage and ribs over at the fixed location. Uh, now that we're doing whole hogs, I mean, I just smoked a big 110 pound whole <laughs> hog, and it came out. It was wonderful. It, it looked It gorgeous. was great. So now that we're going to be running those at the fixed location, we're going to have whole hog. We're going to do crawfish.
2: Man, the summer's coming quick right now. You guys already got you got kind of a summer's, lean to out there. You got a building going up. I mean, you got your beer well, license.
1: Well, like be it's a lot. It's going to be a lot. Well, right now, the, with so much rain, it was hard for the heavy trucks to get in sure. there. Uh, So it's a little bit of a holdup. But once they do, it's like a day to clear the land out, start getting the utilities ran, put up the warehouse, yep. get the food truck over there. Well, I mean, it should be probably the, cool. the end of the summer. Are you collaborating
0: with somebody to help you out with that side of things or are you running it all on your own?
1: Uh, Well, it's the guy that helped me, my realtor that helped me purchase the property, mm-hmm. he lives down the street from me. He has like 10 acres, a big fishing pond, real nice spread out there. Uh, he's very well known in the uh, real estate industry. Okay, so he has a lot of connections with kind of the uh, the guys to help do this and that. And, Perfect. And then I, I actually did a catering event for a guy on New Year's Eve, and he had the most amazing warehouse in the back built into a bar. <laughs> Very very big you know like wealthy spread out there and he goes oh this is what we do we build these work I can build it in two days for you <laughs> and I'm like this is like stonework and like I'm like this is awesome so you write this number down so yeah quick. as we go along people are reaching out to me hey if you need the the signage you need the you know the concrete hey I'm a wire uh you know yeah electrician electrician plumber, I do the yeah that stuff. Right. so we're just trying to you know we're, we'll get you know we'll get it all taken. but 30, you have
2: so. and just so people know right they're getting an idea a picture. It'll be a metal building, you'll have a bar, you'll have restrooms, you'll have running water. It won't be like a barn. Right? People will be able to come out and relax, yeah, have yeah. a good time, and bring the kids. It'll be family
1: environment. Exactly. Cool. So, yeah, pretty much a barn that they can sit in and eat. Uh, we might do like a shipping container to have the kegs in for the beer garden. Cool. Uh, it might be be byob to start off. I mean, we yeah. we just really want a place where people can come and find us. Set rolling all the time. Yeah, and be open. You know, four four or five days a week where people can you know Thursday through Sunday have a set time you know that that's sort of good that's thing Great idea. Really. So, yeah
0: i'm gonna ask one operational question just because i'm okay wildly curious what if if you can ballpark it what percentage of your sales is the collaboration part the private part the food truck part um Just to kind of give a sense of like, hey, the the reason why I ask is because when I talk to restaurants and when I talk to, you know, people getting into different gigs, um, especially when I had my food truck, there was a portion of Monday through Wednesday that I did consulting work just to stay afloat because Monday through Wednesday just wasn't, you know, a, a huge day for the food parks or caterings or things like that. And I think that if places can kind of put a plan together to have a portion of their sales be... Something that's a collaboration that is, okay, I know I'm going to get X number of briskets right. from this guy. Do you mind sharing that at all? Uh, and you can say no, obviously. No, no <laughs>
1: that's, that's a good question. So uh, we're averaging about, uh, you know, 30 to 40 briskets a week just with the collaborations. Here's- that's a very good... Uh, um, uh, Money coming in from that. Right. You know, it's weekly. A nice little streamline. Yeah. Sometimes, basically. yeah, sometimes they don't need any that week. Sometimes they need more. Sometimes it's like, you know, so it's pretty good. But, um, most of our, our revenue comes from private catering. Right. You know how many people, you know how much food to cook. The, the price is there. There's no guessing game. Like when you're on a food truck, like when I first started, man, I was either making too much or not enough, right? And so, and I didn't know how much we were going to make. And sometimes we were like, "Oh my God, I can't believe oh, we food, made this much food, not money." Well, in the food truck, like, yeah. just yeah, yeah, yeah you yeah. know, we didn't know like, okay, should we run like three briskets tonight and a couple of pork butts and this? Right. Are we because from the wrestling matches? Maybe they only wanted sandwiches and baked potatoes at night, and then I'm stuck with all this food. <laughs> and then the next night, or something, they'll have this big thing, and then I sell everything, and I didn't have enough. Right. Right. So there was that, but um, we've finally got it to where we know how much we can carry, how many people we can feed. Now, when we tell them we're going to be out, we get a two, three-hour line straight. I mean, there's no, like, and there are always going to be people, oh, I can't believe you sold out. <laughs> there's no way. I mean, you no. would have to have another van with all the food waiting just to, you know. Uh, but I'm talking about ladies. Our barbecue boxes are our most uh, popular item. Yeah. It's three meats, three sides, all the extras, 20 bucks. Yeah. Even twenty have. bucks. <laughs> even. So the ladies and gentlemen, or whatever they'll come up, they'll say, "Give me five barbecue boxes, give me four baked potatoes, <laughs> give me a tw- you know uh, five pounds of barbacoa, or whatever." Though, and that line is three hours, and that that rate, I mean, it's you know, so that's amazing. <laughs> that's a it's, gift. That's, yeah, it's a true blessing. It, it's it's great. So Sylvia's taking the orders, she's doing the register, or one of my other buddies, and I'm just making the food, and all that uh, you know, that line cook work. Being in restaurants really helped me out. I can get your over out in five minutes, man. I mean, no matter what it is. <laughs> so I'm just I know they can see me in there.
2: I've seen you. I've seen you sweating bullets yeah. back there, hustle <laughs> yeah. awesome, boy. Like, yeah. it's like it's like he's at Benny Hanna. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. And I have a
1: flow, you know. And that little trailer—I mean, we did it. It's not that small, but it is kind of close. Mm-hmm. Three people really can't fit comfortably; two can. <laughs> and so, if I got one of my bigger buddies, I'm like, dude, you don't have to scoot up, I've been, on, I man. I have, I've <laughs> been, been in that trailer before. With <laughs> my your, little camera you, trying to scoot around. The you're two bumping of them. butts up in there, you I know, mean, it's disco style, <laughs> yeah. So,
2: so we are, we're getting kind of close to the end But okay. what I want to ask you is um, Is there anybody you want to shout out to? Anybody you want to pay some uh, respect to? We know your grandpa, you love him right. I've seen you cry over grandpa before
1: Yeah, my grandparents are a very big deal My grandma's still around, we go visit her Awesome. Uh, she's very proud of what we're doing um, of Rightfully course my, so yeah. I, mean, I mean, you we're don't, carrying, you don't we're, this We're carrying the torch yeah. Legacy, you carry yeah. grandpa's legacy But
0: not just the legacy of the food side of it But, you know, you wouldn't get these collaborations if you were an asshole You know, like you're right. a good person who's doing good things Who's putting in hard work and doing good yeah. products all on top of it That's well, why He, he pays
2: homage to his grandpa too online yeah. I've seen that, he's mentioned him before online He's mentioned him in his thank you speeches your Yeah, it's, speeches, a, it's so. a big part of my my
1: whole my story Cool. Uh, and we are like really, you know, we're community people. We do charity events. We're 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 not in it just for like the money. I mean, it's the money's gonna come. You right. know, if you come up to me and you're like five short and whatever or what, I'm gonna give it to you. I mean, yeah. it's not like a big. They're gonna you come know back. It'll mean? come back fivefold. Anyway. Yeah. So I mean, it's be happy that people are coming to visit you. Put a smile on your face and just, uh, you know, welcome them. Yeah. Embrace it, because it might not always be that way. You yeah. know. Any little thing can happen and people, you know, just we're, we're blessed that it's going so well for us. And we're just trying to keep that steam engine running like well, one, one towards of the reasons, that direction. And
2: that's one of the reasons why I think we both agreed we wanted to have you on the show. You know, we, we put these lists together as of who we hope would want to come. And when we talk about your backstory and, and how family oriented you are, and we both are too. We're both married, have kids as well. Yeah. And the hustle and, and the family being involved, it speaks uh, volumes about your character. Your business, Thank you. uh, your business, your core values around your business, so we appreciate that. And so, we well, yeah. really wish you the best of luck and continue to follow you and, and uh, we'll Thank come you eat so your much. food. And yeah, I love to see that. And, you, you know, know, it's all yeah.
1: good. Hey, you know, selling hot dogs in front of uh, Garland's out in northeastern <laughs> Roslyn over on the north side, you 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 when you grow up in a tough area, yeah. you appreciate things more, I think, you know, because you know you had to work hard for it, and then when you start to see the payback. You're like, it's good. People people love us out here. We're doing we're doing a good thing. So
2: you sold hot dogs in front of girls?
1: Yeah, me and my brother. Hot dogs <laughs> Girl limited. Scouts wouldn't let you in. I don't know, oh, man. <laughs> we used to hustle, man. I'm telling you. We used to always be – we're always doing something. You That's know? awesome. So, That's super cool, man. Yeah. It's a great story. It's great to spend time with you. Really appreciate, appreciate it. it. Yeah, I
0: appreciate you coming out this way and spending so much time with us, man. You know, Thank it you. It really means a lot. This is episode four for yeah. us yeah. you know that's so awesome yeah. it's, it's really cool to have you on I know I've been following your social media yeah. like crazy <laughs> you know every time I have the time to go out you're doing something private you know yeah. I'm like damn I, I just want to put on like a fake Sam yeah. shirt and be like yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah me too you know <laughs> well that's something. a good thing <laughs> about the
1: collaborations that even though we're tied up with other things that you can still go out and try and get our barbecue somehow yeah. one way or the other yeah. and I, that's what I really like about it but one of these days y'all should come let's go do the tour we'll go hit good. them all up man Hell yeah! I wear, you my, know. I
2: wear my stretchy pants. I yeah, let's
1: do
0: it. <laughs> and we've got the Houston barbecue festival coming up as well, yeah. which will be a lot of fun.
1: Big honor know. to be there. Yeah, it, it's award winning. Be a blast. You going back yes. to your,
2: back to your stomping grounds.
1: We're, we're probably we're gonna do something big out there. Wait so. Judges'
2: choice, people's choice.
1: Oh, well, he was talking about the throwdown. Yeah, oh, we course, won yeah. the throwdown, the Peoples and, and Judges. And that was what really got our name out to so more of Houston yeah, right. after that because you had so many big names that were there. And that's a pretty big competition. Mm-hmm. And oh, yeah. the, the media on that is so much. And then we got to go to Austin, do the throwdown against them. We got, like, top five. Cool. That was a cold day out there. but That, that was, was so fun. Yeah, was it good. was always good to see you. But now we get to do the Houston Barbecue Festival April 14th. Right. that That's huge. Yeah. I mean, you're talking about the best of the best in Houston. I mean, they don't just let anybody over there. Last year, I was out there t- trying to get pictures with pitmasters. <laughs> this year, I'm going to be. we got our ten People We're are going gonna... to be trying yeah. to get your picture, you know, pictures with you, man. Yeah, that's, so. it's, it's weird how it just – that is a weird feeling because we do have that kind of uh, – what is it called? Like a local celebrity thing. Mm-hmm. Even when I'm at Walmart or something like that. Hey Duncan, dunking? You know, <laughs> yelling at me. So it's a weird thing to get used to because man, working so hard in kitchens, nobody even knew how I was. Yeah. The executive chef always got all the, I might have cooked all the food, but he's the one taking it out and he's getting all the love. So it's a very cool feeling to actually be up in where people notice what I'm doing now. Yeah, yeah. You know. Yeah.
0: But that's because you are at the pits. That's why you yeah. know, you yeah. are talking to the customers. You're so interactive. And that's that's a tough thing. I mean, trying to be a dad, trying to be a husband, trying to run your business as a business, yeah. trying to build, you know, now this new venture, you know, and then keep up with demand from the collaborations, the private right. gigs and, and Definitely so forth. have to stay
1: focused. You gotta be self motivated. And we help motivate each other, me and my wife. So it's just, you know, we have our days where we're just like, we're just dead tired and we just need that rest. And then we have <laughs> yeah. like weeks where we're just going nonstop, sometimes a month or without a day off. Yeah. Oh, man. So, but we, we're owner, like, baby. hey, yeah, let get owner. it. Well, and man. I'm ready for this summer, Kono. I'm like, I hope you're ready because it's, it's coming. <laughs> Last summer we were like getting killed. <laughs> so we love that. It's a blessing, yeah, you yeah. know? We are, to have.
0: we are super excited for you. We will do, I hope, a follow-up podcast and okay. maybe do a little bit of a behind-the-scenes, you know, of oh, like, sure. hey, you know, this is the, you know, headaches that I dealt with with opening this. And this is, yeah. you know, the great things that came out. And, man, we will we will try and help as much as we can to promote, you know, that new yeah. venture. So we're super excited. Because when we have excited. our
1: fixed location, I'd love to have you all out. I'm sure it's going to be a pretty big group out there that day. We're hoping so. We'll make time you for know? it for sure. So yeah, it should be really good, absolutely. you know. But,
0: well, thank you once again. I really
1: appreciate it. thank you so it. much. This is awesome. Thank you for having <laughs> me, guys. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> well, stick stick around. Okay.
2: Uh, up next is going to be a Jim Buchanan from Bucks Barbecue. Oh, nice! And his yeah. wife
1: are going to be on the show. Bucks is great. They're doing they're doing big things. Yeah, too. <laughs> so <It's> excited <laughs> yeah. to talk to
2: him. And now we're going to break for a pause from our uh, sponsor, Duke's okay. Premium Meats. Absolutely, stick around.
0: Back. Duke's Premium Meats Home Delivery is your one-stop shop for premium quality meats delivered right to your doorstep. Delivering all over the United States, Duke's Premium Meats offers you the best in quality by personally working closely with local ranchers and butchers. Duke's Premium Meats offers everything from fillets and lobster tails, to heart-shaped ribeyes, to Texas-raised Wagyu brisket. Get amazing meat delivered right to your door by using Duke's Premium Meats. Visit their site at www. Dot Duke's dot